Hi, welcome to A Look Behind and Rewind. I'm your host, Tom Nielsen. Hey gang, have you ever taken a bus ride to nowhere? You know, like just hopped on a bus, trolley, or streetcar, and then taken a ride to who knows where? Well, in case you hadn't realized it, that's one of the benefits of our modern mass transportation system. You pay your fare, and you can ride almost anywhere. Like that famous story of Charlie and the MTA by the Kingston Trio. Well, let me tell you of the story of a man named Charlie on a tragic and fateful day. He put ten cents in his pocket just as wife and family went to ride on the MTA. Well, did he ever return? No, he never returned, and his fate is still unlearned. He may ride forever neath the streets of Boston. He's the man who never returned. For those of you who may not remember, Charlie was riding the subway in Boston. It was called the MTA back in those early days. And out of his own pure dumb luck, he just couldn't get off the train. So he wound up riding forever and ever on the MTA. I'm sure we all have our own MTA stories. Maybe not as dramatic as Charlie's, but still fascinating nevertheless. Some of our earliest experiences with mass transit probably date back to that song we all learned in kindergarten, The Wheels on the Bus. Now in the town where I grew up, Linden, New Jersey, Old public school number four was only a 15-minute walk from our house, so there's no need to take the bus. But when I graduated to junior high school, that's when I had to start taking the city buses that ran along Route 27. That was always an adventure. Sometimes by the time the bus arrived at my street to pick us up, all the seats had already been taken. But as an intelligent young kid, I soon discovered how to get around that. I wound up walking about seven or eight more blocks to a different bus stop, much earlier on the route, where I was always assured of getting a seat. <laughs> My mother could never figure out why I had to leave so early to catch the bus. Well, that was the reason why. I was simply gaming the system at a very early age. Wow. Now, I have to confess, this was not my first exposure to public transit. You see, our family made numbers of trips throughout the year to a nearby town, Bayonne, New Jersey, where both my parents grew up, and we still had quite a few relatives, like grandparents, aunts and uncles, cousins, etc. And every once in a while on one of those trips, when the adults finally realized that we kids were getting bored by all the grown-up conversation, somebody would suggest taking us on a bus ride down Broadway, all the way to First Street which for a little kid was so far, it actually seemed like traveling to the moon. For a couple of reasons, actually. One was simply the distance from one end of Bayonne to the other. Another was the fact that our destination on First Street was a little amusement park, complete with kiddie roller coasters, tilt-a-whirls, and all sorts of other exciting rides, which was sort of like going to the moon. And the third reason was the experience we had on the bus while traveling there. You see, since this was my very first exposure to riding on city buses, it really was a thrill-packed, highly sensory experience. From the noises of city traffic, to the bus doors opening and closing, 
to the jostling of passengers, the multitude of conversations, and ultimately the most interesting sound of all, the coins going into the fare box and then rattling around in the automatic coin counter for nearly the entire length of the trip. It was like a wearing blender for nickels, dimes, and quarters. I tell you, I was totally fascinated by that amazing mechanical noisemaker, which was under the direct control of the bus driver at all times. Now, during the time period that I grew up in the 1950s, most of the mass transit I knew as a kid was gasoline-powered buses. I had no inkling that there was an earlier, more primitive technology that preceded this, namely the trolley or streetcar, which my parents were familiar with from their childhood in the 1930s and 40s. I had never laid eyes on a trolley until one day when my folks took us to an indoor flea market known as the Pinebrook Auction way out in Montville, New Jersey on Route 46. There on the outskirts of the flea market, close to the roadway, there was an old trolley car parked there close to the pizza and sub shop. This refurbished trolley car had everything except train tracks to take it somewhere, but it was open to the public which meant that yours truly, at a very tender young age, would actually board the trolley, sit in one of the old seats as a pretend passenger, and then go up to the front where the driver used to sit and ring the bell. Now, it wasn't until years later as a grown-up that I actually got to ride in a real trolley, an actual, working, honest-to-goodness cable car on the streets of San Francisco. I was there on a business trip, and since that had been on my bucket list for a long, long time, I decided that I would finally indulge myself, climb aboard, and witness for myself what this ancient form of transportation was really all about. And several years after that, I also got to ride in a very similar vehicle, a sort of cable car known as the Duquesne Incline, which traveled up the side of a mountain overlooking downtown Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Oh, and lest I forget, I also rode the Sandia Mountain Tram in Albuquerque, New Mexico. That one was actually more of a ski lift type gondola, which took you to the top of Sandia Mountain. And unfortunately, that one didn't have a traditional conductor or driver on board, nor did it have the familiar bell. But it was a very scenic, picturesque ride nonetheless, especially since it took place right at sunset. Ooh. Which brings us to our final story today about paying your fare and going where no man has gone before. Oh my. Well, actually, it wasn't really a trip into outer space. It was simply an impromptu, spur-of-the-moment trip to a faraway, uncharted destination by way of city bus. This was back in college in Syracuse, New York. It was winter break when most students take off for a couple weeks, either going home to reconnect with their parents or going off on some short winter vacation like a ski trip or a visit to the beach at Fort Lauderdale. But as for me, I decided to stay in town that year. You see, they kept the dorms open for those of us strange birds who chose to remain behind. And so one day, as I was looking out the window, I saw a city bus pull up right in front of our dorm complex. I thought to myself, hey, 
I wonder where that bus takes you. So I got dressed, gathered my things together, and I went down to the bus stop. I paid my fare and then took a seat somewhere near the back of the bus. This being a cold, wintry day in Syracuse, there weren't that many other passengers aboard. Well, after a while, as the bus made its way downtown and then beyond the outskirts of the tall building zone, most of these riders eventually got off and I was like the only remaining passenger on the bus. It became a little too obvious that I was not your normal passenger. At the next traffic light, the bus driver stopped the bus, turned and looked back at me with a quizzical look on his face. He then took matters into his own hands, yelling out, Hey, where are you going? Aha, the jig was up. I had been discovered. So I got up and moved to a seat at the front of the bus, right across from the driver. I explained to him that I was on winter break and was just taking a round trip to see where this route went. And somehow, this struck a chord with him. Honestly, I think he was just tickled pink that some ordinary schmo had taken an interest in his job. And so, for the rest of the trip, as we traversed the various neighborhoods of the greater Syracuse metro area, the two of us got to chatting, and I had a quite delightful time seeing the sights in my adopted city of Syracuse. Well, from that point on, I could honestly say that I have been a big fan of public transportation. Not quite the perpetual passenger like Charlie on the MTA, but still I've really enjoyed my time on the buses, trolleys, subways, and trains in various cities all across the land. And maybe, just maybe, one day I'll finally figure out where I'm supposed to be going. You've been listening to A Look Behind and Rewind. I'm Tom Nielsen. See you next time. Hi, this is Tom Nielsen. If you enjoyed this podcast, you're invited to hear more of our episodes at A Look Behind and Rewind. And feel free to share our link with friends, family, and others, as well as following us on buzzsprout.com, Apple, Pandora, or wherever you get your podcasts.